Welcome to a podcast for the readings for the main Sunday morning service on the 26th of April. On this Sunday morning, the website will have a podcast for a service of morning prayer, as well as a separate podcast of the readings that are used for this reflection. And uh, it is these readings we will use in the live 10 o'clock service with Reverend Martin on Zoom. The Gospel story is about a meeting on a road that went from Jerusalem to a village called Emmaus. The year for us today is 2020, 2,020 years since the birth of Christ. But for those who met on the Emmaus Road, the year was different. The year was 3793. This, the number of years since creation in the Jewish tradition. I think that I can make sense of this. Every year we celebrate uh, Christmas and New Year when we add an extra digit onto the years since the birth of Christ. Back in the Gospel stories, an extra year would be added to the total number of years from when creation was thought to have taken place. So, a strange question now, given that we are in April, but what do you normally do in the days after Christmas Day and Boxing Day? I cannot speak for you, but I suspect you are like me. In the weeks leading up to Christmas, stupidly busy as the world seems to get ready for the big day. Presents, family, church, TV, the leftovers on Boxing Day. And then, then in the days afterwards, the slow process of returning to some sort of normality. A few more friends and family to meet, catch up on news, eat a bit more food, start making the preparations to travel to our homes if they are far away. Same time next year, and we'll do it all over again. It's part of the times and seasons that underpin our whole lives. Back in our gospel story, back in the year 3793, as two figures walk on the road to Emmaus, it was in many ways that same familiar and annual sorting things out after a great national feast. For us, every year, the biggest we have is Christmas. For them, it was the great annual Jewish feast of Passover. Each year, the city of Jerusalem, crammed with the great and the good, and many, many more, each and every one of them important to God, both the Jews and the many foreigners. And now the familiar journey to get things back to normal. So many loose ends to tidy up. So many people 
to get back to their homes and back to their normal lives. This year was different. The two figures are likely to be a man called Kiafas and his wife Mary. Both knew Jesus. Both had been with Jesus in Jerusalem at the Feast of Passover. This year was different. This year things had gone badly wrong. Mary had been with Jesus, with Jesus at his execution. She was amongst those at the foot of the cross, at the feast of the Passover. She had witnessed firsthand the death of Jesus. Most of us know this story well. The two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, talking to each other about all the things that had happened, about all the things that they had seen. If that was you and I, what else would we be talking about? Whilst they were still talking, Jesus came and went with them. But they did not recognise him. We know this story well, but I can think of few years in which we can relate as well to the world of Kiafas and Mary on the road to Emmaus. Each year, the times and seasons of their world had ticked along in predictable manner. Each year, much in the same way that we do Christmas, they would do Passover. But this year, the year 3793, in this year their world had been turned upside down, the normal ways of doing things thrown into disarray. One can imagine their conversation on the road. How have things changed? How are we going to cope? What is going to happen? in the weeks and months ahead. We don't need reminding how our world has been turned upside down, the normal ways of doing things thrown into disarray, how things have changed. How are we going to cope? What is going to happen in the weeks and months ahead? On the road, as Kiafas and Mary were on their journey, Jesus came near and went with them. One of the puzzling parts of this story is that Kiafas and Mary seem happy to walk with this third person, but they do not recognise him as Jesus. I think I'm inclined this year to be more sympathetic, less puzzled over this. For as we continue under lockdown, Jesus comes near me and Jesus comes near you. 
I am confident that like Kierfas and Mary, I often fail to recognize this presence of Christ with me today in the creation of God around me, in the people I see around me, and even in myself. So what happens next? If our calendar had been reset, not from creation, not from the birth of Christ, but instead from the formation of our beautiful and ancient town of Richmond, then we would be in the year 949. Next year, the town celebrates its 950th anniversary, and we, the church family, fully intends to join in the party. Never in its 949 years of history has the church family had to keep themselves apart on a Sunday morning. Our contact with each other, limited to phone calls and emails and podcasts and the brave step this Sunday morning of a live stream Eucharist on our computers with Reverend Martin. What next? Let's start with what happened next with Cleophas and Mary and Jesus. As they reached their lodgings in Emmaus, it was getting dark. Jesus joined them at their table. He took bread. He blessed it. He broke it. He shared it. And then, Kephas and Mary realized not only that Jesus was with them, but Jesus had been with them on their journey, on the road to Emmaus. This knowledge, this wonderful knowledge of the presence of the living God would not take away the questions and challenges facing Kephas and Mary as they face a difficult world that had changed so much for them. But it would transform their lives and the lives of so many other people, both from their year back in 3793, through the next 2,000 years, through to ourselves today. The knowledge of the love of God prompting them and prompting us to respond by loving God, by loving ourselves and loving others. As I write this reflection and as I record it, I have no idea how the live streamed service on the Eucharist will go. Based on, based on recent Sunday mornings, we will have 30, 40, perhaps more people all appearing on the screen, others connected by phone. Will the internet connection allow for a smooth and unbroken connection with each other as we celebrate a spiritual communion together? 
as we remain in lockdown. And we wait the new normal that lies ahead of us. May we continue to reimagine how to be a church family journeying with the risen Lord Jesus. We pray that our spiritual connection remains smooth and unbroken, both with Jesus and in with each other, as we learn to love more by loving God, by loving others, and by loving ourselves. Amen.